In this episode, we discuss the cost of living in Los Angeles. So if you've ever wondered what it costs to live here longer than a weekend, you'll love this episode of the Los Angeles Podcast. Hello, I'm Joe Copeland, a lifetime resident of Los Angeles, and I love sitting in a hot jacuzzi on a cold, rainy night. (laughs) Nice. And hello, my name is Jay Guzman, and I am also a lifelong resident of L.A., and I like to stop at every corner that has a taco stand. (laughs) And here in L.A., that seems to be every quarter mile. (laughs) Combined. (laughs) That's right. All right, so before we get started, we'd just like to let you know that more information on living, loving, and working in Los Angeles can be found on our website at thelosangelespodcast.com. And I also wanted to remind you that the Los Angeles Podcast and previous episodes can be located on your favorite podcasting app. Fantastic. And we'd just like to also thank our supporters at Patreon to become a patron and get show extras like our weekly bonus show and special members only blogs and videos. Head on over to the Los Angeles podcast.com slash support. We just recorded our bonus show and uh, we discussed a lot about uh, tacos <laughs> <laughs> and the time of the year that we're in. <laughs> That's right. And how to uh, get a healthy taco. Yes. So if you'd like to know more about that, uh, head on over to Patreon and become a member. And learn how to request a diet taco. That's right. Because over here in Los Angeles, we're full of healthy, beautiful people. <laughs> so in this episode, we want to discuss in detail the cost of living. Now, Los Angeles is not a cheap place to live. And... Um, we're just going to talk about our expenses and uh, what you can expect if you've thought about moving here permanently, okay, or staying here long term. How much is it going to cost you? What's it going to cost for food, rent, utilities, things like that? So uh, let me start off with you, Jay. Uh, what do you think it costs right now to rent a uh, small one-bedroom apartment? Oh, yeah, that's that's really tough, tough news. Uh- I know a lot of people that are in between places and they're looking for something affordable, but be surprised um, it's not uh, as affordable as it used to be. Sadly, everybody's on that same mentality to, to get the most out of their dwelling that they have available. Um, I have a friend who's looking for a single apartment and she's been finding everything in the range of like $2,000 for a single apartment. It's pretty <laughs> tough. I think I would like to offer her my four-man tent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you're right. Her uh, her parents are like, they're giving her an ultimatum. She's like on a timeline. She's like, I've got to get out of here because my parents are going to kick me out on my ear. But yeah, it's, a, it's a incredibly pricey. Um, sadly, you know, but that's just the way everything is. And LA is no different. People are having to really come out of the woodwork to um, figure out how to, you know, live together, roommates. Yes, that, that's going to be your biggest expense living in Los Angeles is the cost of housing. So, yeah, one bedroom apartment, you know, I mean, in a decent neighborhood, mm-hmm. $1,600, a month, right? Yeah, absolutely right. If you want a, you know, a small house, two bedroom house, you're, you're, you're looking at 
least twenty five hundred dollars, three thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, even for uh, like a two bedroom comfortable condo, about the same price. Yeah, and something that's new in LA that um, a couple of years ago the city of LA allowed residents to build ADUs, ADUs, which is additional dwelling units, and on their property they can build a shed and call it an extra unit or a granny flat. They can convert their garages or add a second story addition. And uh, those are really popular. Everyone's doing it. But uh, yeah, that's the um, that's the ideal setup just to find a, an ADU that's more affordable than a traditional apartment. But um, they're pricey too. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's not enough housing here. Uh, you know, if you've, if you've got the money, then um, you're, you're, you're doing okay. But uh, if you don't have a good source of income or a big savings account, then uh, it could be a bit painful. Renting a three-bedroom house, you know, you're, you're usually looking at over $3,000 mm-hmm. a month. So my advice is don't, don't do it all by yourself. There's nothing wrong with uh, having roommates, mm-hmm. okay? Rather than trying to rent a small apartment all by yourself, hey, why not uh, rent a nice large three-bedroom home with uh, three of your closest friends or three friends that you meet here in L.A. that are in the same situation as you? Yeah, I agree. That's the ideal setup where you can meet other similarly-minded people or, or of your age range that might be interesting and friendly and uh, create an, an alternative family dynamic that you wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah, especially when you're just arriving and you're new to the city. I think uh, that's, that'd be something I'd look into doing. Yeah. So aside from uh, housing, that's the number one cost. Uh, what do you think is the next most expensive uh, cost of living here in L.A.? I definitely think uh, transportation's a challenge. Uh, you yeah, need you need yeah. either a car or a motorcycle, and there are bike lanes, but um, that's not always practical too. But, um, but yeah, if transportation. Do, if you do ride a bike, uh, you'll be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll be out there with that egg bagley junior guy. <laughs> hey, move over, Ed. <laughs> Yeah, there's just a small handful of people. I love driving in the bike lane, okay, because (laughs) I pass through all the traffic. It's great. Right. (laughs) And it is risky because people are, you know, careless and thoughtless and they they do drive into your lane or cut you off. And yeah, you're you're not, it's not as ideal to take a bike, but that's it. That is an alternative. And there are scooters and other, you know, mechanized methods of being on the sidewalk. And if you can avoid renting one, maybe buy yourself a scooter, you know, some places sell them. And if you can keep it safe uh, when you leave it somewhere, you'll be in better shape to uh, get yourself to and from most places. Yeah, yeah. Transportation is expensive. Obviously, there's the cost of a car. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a car is the same price all over America and probably all over the world as well. Yeah. Uh, actually, um, cars tend to be cheaper in America than the rest of the world, but still, I mean, easily $30,000 for a new car. But if you want to buy a used car, you could get some pretty good deals, you know, $5,000. Yeah. You could even get a, a running car for a couple thousand dollars. That'll work just fine. Yeah. A good 10000 should get you a good beater that'll get you back and forth. 
Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be great, but um, it does improve the quality of your life in L.A. when you do have a car. Or, hey, if you got three roommates, maybe the three of you guys can go in on a car. <laughs> right. <laughs> but one of the unfortunate things is uh, even though it's only one car, every driver needs liability insurance. So, yeah. Uh, liability insurance, well, it depends on the individual, what it costs. I've been uh, driving here in L.A. for quite a long time, and I think I probably pay about maybe $40 a month in mm-hmm. liability insurance for you know, me as well as the, the car that I have. And I think that's a, probably about as cheap as you're going to get liability insurance. What do you think? I think that's that's pretty good, yeah. I mean, most people you can expect to pay about 120 a month. That seems okay. reasonable uh, from what I've had to deal with in the past. For just liability? Yeah, just liability. Okay. You know, in that range, 120, 145, something in that. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you got to factor that into your cost of transportation. Mm-hmm. And then you got the cost of gasoline. You know, I drive a Prius, so it's got some pretty good gas mileage, and I don't drive as far as I used to. I'm probably driving about, um, you know, 40 miles a day, okay, yeah. you know, with work commute and running my errands and stuff. But still, that's, you know, five bucks a day in gas times seven thirty-five, and then on the weekend that's another thing i i, I usually spend uh about fifty dollars a week or two hundred dollars a month just in gasoline mm-hmm. and that's on uh with an economical uh car yeah and there are clubs that you can become a member of that could help you with uh, better prices on gas um there are some big organizations out here uh Costco, I know it's nationwide, and uh, you could be a member and significantly save on your gas bill because they're typically 10 to 15 cents cheaper than the average gas station, and that adds up when you get several gallons, you know. Oh, yeah. You know what? They're, they're a lot cheaper than that. Yeah. I saw at the Sam's Club um, a couple of weeks ago, it was four forty four a gallon when it was like like four. It was fifty cents cheaper a gallon. Yeah, which, that, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, and some people will complain like, "Oh, there's always a line at these stores to get gas." Well, yeah, there are bad times to go to any place. Don't go on a weekend. Don't go in the middle of the day. Uh, I like to hit the the Costco early in the morning as I commute to work. Yeah, I, I drive you know like between five and six in the morning to get to work, and when I pull in there, it's relatively quick. And, and not crowded. and Are they open 24 hours? No, they're not, but they're, they open up pretty early. They open up at 5 a.m. Okay. And okay. Uh, typically on a weekday, they close at 9, 9.30. So they're okay. open a significant amount of hours. Well, that's uh, good advice for reducing your transportation costs. Yeah. You know, uh, there used to be uh, some cheap options like Uber, but uh, Uber's not cheap anymore. Yeah, they are certainly not. I was in New York, and man, that was one of the biggest expenses I spent on um, yeah. going around and calling yeah, Ubers. Yeah, probably. I, I could see New York with their, you know, their, 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 you know, the city laws and stuff, and it's similar here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah, the price has gone up, so I don't recommend relying solely on Uber to get around. Okay, so... Let's see. What what next? Um, well, you know, utility costs are something to consider. And thankfully, California has great weather most of the year, Southern California. But we do have an unfortunate heat wave 
periodically. And uh, during the summer months, we get some pretty strong heat, depending on where you land in L.A. Uh, during those heat waves, you know, some people will want some air conditioning running periodically. If you're smart, you're going to try to like do stuff outdoors when it's, you know, the hottest and uh, maybe spend your your quality time at work or at a at a mall or at a movie theater somewhere to, to get a little relief <laughs> on someone else's dime. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, utility bills can, can rack up. Um, some, you know, utilities uh, can charge you like 50 bucks a month on a good weather day or a good weather month, you know, where it's been relatively uh, reasonable. But when it's hot, you're going to run that AC at night to get some good sleep and uh, expect to pay probably double that, you know, in that month that it's hot or or, yeah, uh, or too cold. To give you some some numbers, I, I would say uh, for a small place, whether it's a apartment or a small home, you could expect to pay between fifty to a hundred dollars a month for electricity. Yeah. Okay, and if um, you end up, you know, using more because you got an air conditioner, well, it's going to go up. But it, like Jay said, it depends where you land, where you live. If you're on the west side near the beach. You're not even going to have an air conditioner in your home. Yeah, the weather's going to be more hot. favorable. Yeah. So um, you got electricity, you got water. Now, if you live in an apartment or a condo, your water's going to be pretty cheap, probably about $35 a month. Yeah. If you got a home and you got, you got a water grass, stuff like that, well, it's going to go up because um, that's just what it costs. You, mm-hmm. know, you, you could easily spend one $200 a month just to water your grass. Yeah. Okay. And currently, for those of you who don't live here, normally there's there's a water shortage, and uh, mm-hmm. California is always trying to limit the amount of watering and uh, wasted water that is being utilized. So um, they put you on what they call a tier. So if you use a lot of water, uh, they're going to charge you a premium. <laughs> so yeah, your showers have to be quick, concise, and to the point. You know, <laughs> right, right. Green. I always. Uh, um uh, it's always a challenge to stay in that first tier where the, yeah. the water rates are the cheapest. <laughs> yeah. But you feel good when you take like a, a two or three minute shower and, you know, you're in and out quick and, and, and it makes you feel very uh, successful to uh, not incur more more uh, <laughs> more prices or more money. Yeah. It's hard for me to stay in that first tier for sure. Yeah. Okay. So another utility we have here that you're going to spend money on is natural gas. I know in lots of parts of the country and world, you don't have natural gas piped to your home. You've got a propane tank. Yeah. But here it's, it's very convenient. Um, the natural gas uh, is used for your heater in the wintertime and for your stove and oven. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's very convenient. And it's actually one of my cheapest utilities. Um, I think for a small place, you could expect to pay about $20 a month. Yeah. Yeah. But here I've got kind of a big place and I got a jacuzzi here that I use all the time. I'm actually going to use it after this podcast. And uh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, unfortunately that thing costs me about a hundred bucks a month in natural gas. Yeah. um, It's uh, well worth worth it in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I I do love the relaxation of, uh, of, uh, 40 centigrade jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like 52 degrees outside today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's cold. For 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 us, of course, 52 degrees is uh, yeah. hot for some It's guys, laughable uh, <laughs> in a Canadian's eye. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It's like what? <laughs> we call that a sauna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a hot day. 
Yeah, uh, natural gas is cool. And um, thankfully, it's not an expensive uh, thing that you have to worry about. But okay. typically, it's blended into your price for most places. When you rent, sometimes you'll pay a single price and they'll include your utilities, like electricity, water, and natural gas. So if you shop right for the place you're looking for, you might get lucky and blend all those costs together. Right. And that's typically when you're living in someone's garage <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because they can't put a separate meter. Ain't no <laughs> shame in living in a garage if you're hey, trying to figure it not. out. Hey, no yeah. shame living in a four-man tent <laughs> either. I have a friend, a different friend who was trying to like uh, bounce around. She's she's from this area, you know, from the, the greater sprawling LA um, area, but she's not happy where she's at. And she kept asking me like, what's a really good town? I really want to like know improve my social life and stuff and and she was uh looking for like buildings and quality apartments and i remember we figured out i told her why don't you just rent a room or or rent a garage and minimize your impact like keep it to a minimum just bounce around to the different cities that appeal to you whether it's close to the beach or maybe close to the south bay or more closer to like downtown or the hollywood area or or work related areas that you may want to be in and just, you know, try it out for a few months because a lot of places will rent to you for a month to month basis, provided um, you either pay a little more in the security deposit or potentially pay a little more in the monthly rent. Um, that's an alternative versus committing yourself to a whole year long lease and not loving that area and waiting till the year passes till you can move around and try a different part of town. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah, don't don't. Commit unless you really research that area and say, hey, this is yeah. where I want to stick around for a while. I remember she uh, she sent me a link to this apartment building that looked really amazing. I'm like, oh, that looks it looks really good. <laughs> they always look amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and she'd never been there. And, so until you zoom out. <laughs> and I Googled the vicinity. I'm like, oh, I know this neighborhood. This is a really sketchy area. But in the middle of a sketchy area, they put in a really nice looking apartment complex. Yeah, yeah. So I told her, this is not the place where you want to walk. What area down. was it? It was Canoga Park. <laughs> oh, okay. It was okay. it was in an industrial section of Canoga Park. Okay. And it's yeah. not the worst, but, you know, I was just being a little facetious. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if you want to walk your dog around that immediate vicinity, but, <laughs> you know, my memories of that vicinity was a If little, you like street tacos. Yeah, that's right. You <laughs> it's could, a great area. <laughs> you could, uh, yeah, run and dash to get your tacos <laughs> and bring a pit bull with you. <laughs> All right. So another expense that you're going to definitely want to pay for is internet service oh okay? yeah yeah and uh we all want wonderful high-speed internet yeah now the way internet utilities work is um it's basically uh kind of a monopoly territory you have your choice from one company it could be spectrum who's uh my internet provider it could be at&t could be Verizon, it could be, I don't even know the other names. Frontier. Frontier, mm -hmm. okay. Um, but just so you know, I pay $75 a month just for internet only. I get 300 megabits per second down and only 10 megabytes per second up. I could pay probably as little as about $65, but I pay a little bit more for faster download speed. And of course, I could pay a lot more for a faster down and up, but Spectrum doesn't have uh, real good plans as far as I'm concerned. 
I would definitely like to have cheaper <laughs> and mm-hmm. faster, but I got no choice unless yeah. I move. So that's something that you might want to consider too when you're locating to Los Angeles and cheap, fast internet is really important to mm-hmm. you. If you want to get like a, you know, gigabit up and down, um, it, it does exist in all, all places in the city, but you're definitely going to have to do your research and say, yes, uh, I want to live here because of the fast internet. Mm-hmm. And as, you know, if internet is that important to you, you're definitely going to have to research that because you can't get those high speeds everywhere. Yeah. For sure. That's a really good point. I think uh, the monopoly thing is totally true. You're just governed by where you land, where your address is going to be. That's who's going to be in charge of your internet. But for example, Spectrum does have a lower price point for an introductory year. Um, they will start you off at like forty nine ninety nine or something yes, like that yes. for a hundred gigabytes or hundred megabytes. Sorry, yeah. and uh, and it's not a horrible speed. And then of course, once the year's over, they'll increase it on you, and uh, you're kind of out of luck. But uh, one trick, you know, to think is if you're only here for six months, it might not be a bad you know thing to consider. Uh, alternatively, if after a year they raise the price on you, you can disconnect and wait a month and then reconnect <laughs> as a new customer and get the same deal again, <laughs> which I'm not advocating for, but I've heard that other people have done. That uh, sounds like a good thing. Yeah. Although you have to be without internet for a month. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe even two weeks. I mean, it, I, I'm just say, I'm just saying. Yeah. But yeah, you need internet when you're here, you know, because that's how you're going to research stuff. People will tell you about, oh, this play I heard about or this theater or this beach or this destination hike that you have to try since you're here. So you're going to totally want to have at least a a reasonably good internet option. Alternatively, your phone will work, too, if you got, you know, a, a decent phone plan. The good thing about LA is we don't have a ton of dead areas. We, we do have some, but there's not a ton. Um, thankfully, almost anywhere you find yourself, you'll have a good connection for your phone. And if your phone has good speeds, uh, that's an alternative way to spend your uh, time. You can always hotspot too. Yeah. And speaking of uh, cell phone plans, um, I think we should talk about the price of a cell phone because that's another necessity in uh, today's age. Yeah. I spend, well, let's see. Just for one cell phone, cell phone services, actually, there's a lot of competition. So you could get a good cell phone plan for as little as maybe $35 a month, $50 Mm -hmm. a month. Uh, T-Mobile, one of the uh, cheaper plans, $50 a month, taxes included, which is pretty good. I think I probably spend about $75, $80 a month for for my phone on AT&T. You know, it's probably $50 a month, but once they throw in all these crazy taxes, yeah. <laughs> comes out to 80 I mean, I, 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 I pay a package with for me and my wife, so yeah. it's kind of hard. Uh, the more devices you have, the cheaper it is per device. Mm-hmm. But definitely, uh, you, you, you're looking anywhere from 35 to $75 for a single cell phone with unlimited. And, and that's the key, too, is having mm-hmm. an unlimited cell phone plan so you're not restricted on on data or incurring you know huge overage charges oh yeah and another thing uh that was kind of going along with cable uh internet was cable tv now i personally don't 
pay for cable TV because I used to pay for cable TV and it's very expensive. Oh, yeah. To get a good cable package is over $100 a month. Um, and, you know, if you, if you do have to have all those cable channels, those local channels, those movie channels, sports channels, okay, if it's, if it's worth it to you, great. It just wasn't worth it to me. Mm-hmm. I get all my, my um, entertainment from YouTube primarily and that suits my needs just fine. It doesn't really cost me anything. Yeah. And, and by now, there's a lot of alternative methods to get your TV shows as well. Um, all you need is an internet connection. you got your Netflix, HBO. Most people have grandma's password to her, you know, HBO <laughs> membership. And, you know, I'm sure you can line up a friend to hook you up with something so you're not, you know, alone in the dark without anything to watch. My grandma's dead, but Netflix doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. Alternatively, too... Um, YouTube TV has their own competitive TV lineup. And yes. I subscribe to it and I oh, love really? it. Yes. Oh. I've been with them two years. Really? I heard it's about $65 a month, it's right? Close to 70, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's 68 or something, 99. And it is so worth it. I have uh, I think it allows me up to six televisions that either a laptop, a phone, TVs, and you can have them all like set up with it. And then if you have family members, they can jump on board with your password and create their own profile. And they have up to five TVs that they can do. So I've already been doing it like that. And it's really worth it to me because on my phone, wherever I find myself, I can, you know, DVR any number of shows and watch whatever I need to watch while I'm driving, while I'm working, while I'm on the toilet somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I've done it, but... Oh, that that's that's uh, not not bad. I'm definitely gonna have to hack your grandma's password. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, um, okay. Well, let's talk about the cost of food because that's another necessity. You can't live without it. Mm-mm. You know, I haven't been to McDonald's in a long time, but you have any idea what a Big Mac costs? Yeah, usually I get that stuff in combos, and it's about twelve bucks. It's not cheap anymore. Twelve dollars for the the, combo. the supersized yeah. uh, Big Mac fries and a Coke. Yeah, twelve bucks. Twelve bucks. I'm not kidding. Oh my god! I went there a couple nights, uh, a couple weeks ago uh, on a night. Uh, I was just craving French fries, and I intended to just buy fries, but I'm like, I better get what you know the combo, and I was surprised. It was about twelve bucks. Wow. Yeah, I mean they do have value meals, and you can eat that, but that's the the kind of meat that you know allegedly is you know, uh, full of uh, antibiotics and, you know, it's the cheap meat that occasionally you'll grind into a bone as you're chewing <laughs> and it'll change your your outlook on the meal altogether. Okay. Wow, I'm, I'm surprised how much uh, a combo is. Uh, I was over at Subway uh, not too long ago and just for their combo, it was $14 for a foot long with, uh, you know, a tiny bag of chips and and uh, a soda. Yeah. And uh, I was like, wow, $14? Yeah, not cheap. Yeah. So fast food is, uh, the price is going up. Uh, let's say for some of our listeners that might want to have a beer in a bar, what, what do you think that costs? It's, it's expensive. Most places really, uh, that's their motivation is to get you to buy a beer because that's where they make their money and uh-huh. they have a, a healthy 
healthy price range. I mean, sometimes you can find some affordable beers, maybe eight bucks, 10 bucks, but yeah, yeah typically most beers could be 13 and up. Really? Wow. I think so. That's why I don't drink that much okay. out of bars. I avoid that altogether. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, anywhere minimum of $6 and up to the 13, depending on the, uh, fanciness of the bar yeah okay i mean you're limited to whatever they're serving they have all these brands that they import or domestic brands and they will force you to like well this is all we got you know uh-huh. and you want to just have a beer because everything else is even more expensive so the beer seems to be the affordable option at 12 bucks yeah yeah so yeah just depending where you land you know okay the, but but the good thing is la is full of like good bars good restaurants with beers and you could shop around and, you know, depending what you like, you might find a good compromise. Yeah, you can have a beer at a Mexican restaurant for what? Yeah. Four bucks maybe? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> but uh, we're just we're just but, observers. You but know? yeah, I, I get my beer from Walmart, okay? <laughs> Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. I'm really particular with my beer. I only drink like two beers, two brands that I like, and uh-huh. otherwise I, I stay away from everything else. So. Okay, yeah, I... I you know, I mean, I, I brew my own beer. It's kind of yeah. my hobby. So I, I totally lose touch of uh, what beer costs. Yeah. But um, it's actually not that expensive. Probably a buck fifty a bottle. You know, you buy it in like a 12 pack, uh, is, is my guess. So to brew? Be, or no, no, no. To, to, to buy, at, to the, buy. Uh, oh, okay. at the market. You know, like at a, you can buy it at a mm-hmm. big box store like Sam's Club, Costco. Yeah, you know, probably about a dollar fifty for a twelve ounce beer, which, you know, some things in LA are really expensive, but some things are dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's just it's just weird sometimes when you um, think it should be expensive, and it's like, wow, this is cheap. Yeah, and um, sometimes depending on where you go, I, I don't think beer is that expensive if you if you uh, go Smart need it at shop. a bar. Yeah, yeah, if you just go and buy it at the market. Yeah, you do got to buy a 24-box count, you know, worth of beers to get that price. But it's still a good move to have, you know, affordable beer. Yeah, yeah. If you go to the liquor store, you'll probably pay, yeah. I don't know, two, two fifty, three bucks for craft beer, I'm, I'm yeah. guessing. Okay. Yeah. I know. We should do more research. <laughs> but we're trying to think of the things that uh, you as... Uh, uh, as an implant. Uh, is mm-hmm. that the right word? Transplant. A transplant. <laughs> <laughs> Implants that thing that I have in my mouth. <laughs> As a transplant, would we, we think about, okay? And, and you the know lifestyle what? that you, you, you live. LA is entirely made up of transplants. Almost all the time, you meet someone and you like get into talking with them and, and you find out that they're not originally from here. Although they seem like they would be. But most people are from somewhere else, and it's not abnormal. People come from the East Coast, the central part of the nation, other countries, and it's really kind of neat. That's what's so appealing about Southern California is that there are so many cultures here, and the general perception is you're welcomed. And we do, as a city, L.A. has represented multiple cultures in different parts of town. We have Filipino towns, Thai town little Mexican towns, uh, different parts of the city will accommodate different cultures, Armenia, little Armenia, um, any number of, of cultures. So you'll, you'll find your crowd, your, your people or your, uh, fascination with, uh, a, a region of LA very easily. 
Yes, for sure. Uh, Los Angeles is is very diverse. There's people from all over the world here, all over, all over America as well. So, now here's something that I do know the price of, and that's the price of donuts at a <laughs> donut shop. <laughs> yeah. Because I went to one recently, and I pulled out a dollar, yeah, and the donut was two dollars. I'm like, what? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. And uh, I said, you know, I need some coffee, and I pulled out another dollar. Yeah. <laughs> and that was also two dollars. So, uh, a donut and a coffee will cost you four dollars at a average, donut average shop. decrepit donut shop. Yeah. Okay. I I had been going to this donut shop for years. Every morning I would stop there. And when I had started, it was two bucks a couple of years ago for the coffee because I only drink the coffee. And little by little, he's been increasing the price. And it was $2.50 more recently, but not too long ago. He went up to $2.75 for for coffee. For coffee. Single coffee. Yeah. And that's when I decided I will no longer go there. I'm just going to make my own coffee at home. So I went to Costco and bought a kettle and <laughs> I'm, I invested a little bit, but uh-huh. it's working out. I'm, I'm getting more bang for my buck now, you know. And you could get a job at Starbucks anytime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a, one hell of a barista. Yeah, that's right. I can't wait to taste your special <laughs> nitro brew. My Americano grande. <laughs> <laughs> How about the cost of an American breakfast? I, I I know you go out to eat a lot, and I'm sure you go out to breakfast a lot. Yeah, well, yeah, I typically spend for that. Uh, easily fourteen to fifteen dollars a plate. You know the the combination breakfast that comes with you know two sides. That's very normal around here. Everybody wants a good breakfast. At least um, most places offer good options. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, fifteen bucks is a reasonable okay. amount of money with for coffee, a plate. right? No, I think the coffee's separate. <laughs> I, yeah, they'll nickel and dime you on the coffee, but yeah, it's it's a good good twenty bucks by the time you get out. You know, a little tip or something on the on the table. Okay, so yeah, it is. Uh, so you're looking at almost twenty dollars for uh, yeah. for a decent breakfast, and, and and I and I think that's about right too. Um, a good breakfast burrito is about ten to twelve dollars, and believe it or not, the Roach coaches out here are they've been vilified for years about how you know gross or how. Some people don't like the food because it all is all greasy and oily, but surprisingly they make really good, you know, scrambled egg breakfast with ham or tater tot. And and that's a a secret spot that I would gladly stop at anytime because a a hearty burrito will go a long way in the morning. And that's about (laughs) 10 bucks. 10 bucks. Wow. For a catering truck burrito. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of pricey here, but you know, to offset the price, if you do have a job here in Los Angeles, you do have a higher level of wages than you probably do, um, you know, in other parts of America, okay, and other parts of the world, too. So it's not like the uh, total end of the world. I remember one time I was on a plane. I forgot where I was going, but there was somebody that was on his way back to Texas or Louisiana, and I, he was talking on the cell phone. He was shaking his head, right? And he had been here for a few months. You know, hey, I'm at the waiting room in the airport. Of course, I can't help but hear what he has to say. And he was uh, saying that he can't live here because everything is so expensive. You know, he had been here just just a few months. And 
I was kind of thinking, you know, you haven't been here long enough to know where to get all the good deals, okay? Mm-hmm. You, you, you transplanted from, from Texas and you landed somewhere and you don't know where to shop and where to eat and, and where to stretch your dollar. So mm-hmm. that's one thing we're going to get into on the next show is how to get the most for your dollar. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yes, if you do have a job here, you're going to find it a lot easier. Like the minimum wage in the city of Los Angeles is $16.04 an hour. That's minimum wage. That's what you're getting if you're working, you know, at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you got some more skills uh, than, you know, uh, yeah, pouring orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, you, you can probably make double that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or triple if you've got even more skills on top of that. And so. there's a cash economy here too. There's a lot of uh, under the table kind of jobs that you can get, like you know, being a taco vendor on the corner. That's a good part time. There's uh, you know, other imaginable or creative ways to make money here in LA. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a mecca for uh, creativity and uh, entrepreneurship. And doing very well, absolutely. So um, yeah, let's get let's get back with. Uh, how much you're going to spend living here. So, you know, so you're looking at 20 bucks for breakfast for two, easily $40. Okay. And I would say for a nice dinner out with your uh, special significant other, it's probably going to cost you a hundred dollars. You know, it's like, ouch, but, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it costs. But, um, yeah, if you're, if you're any, any good? Or let me rephrase that. If you're at all good at, in the kitchen, this is where you want to try to like <laughs> this is, capitalize. This is how you're save, save money. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> in the next episode, we'll talk about some great stores to shop at and where to get the best deals. But, um, but yeah, if you've got some skills and you can get some cheap, uh, you know, cookware, you can cook up a storm. Oh yeah! In the next episode, I'll tell you the great places where you could get cheap kitchen utensils yes cookware and uh, i'm sure jay's been to these places as well yeah okay so um see that it is kind of pricey to go out to eat let's talk about the price of food when you go shopping at the grocery store okay now some things are really cheap you know i was saying a bottle of beer is cheap you know what california has inexpensive wine okay I get some really good wine. I got a whole bunch of it over here, and I'm paying about $7 a bottle, mm-hmm. okay, over at Costco and Sam's Club for, for good California wines. Yeah. And you could get wines cheaper than that, too, like at uh, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's, that's <laughs> that's what I was thinking of, too, yeah. Were you thinking of Two Buck Chuck? Not so much that, but I know that they carry a lot of South American brands that are just uh, unfamiliar, but they're really affordable and delicious. And, yeah, I, I pick up a... A handful of uh, wines here and there. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go pick up the three buck chuck because <laughs> prices have gone up. Okay, yeah. it's two dollars and ninety nine cents now, but um, um, I'll have to give that a try and um, see what it's like. But inexpensive. Uh, how about a loaf of bread? What do you pay for that? Yeah, it's been a long time since I bought oh, really? bread. Yeah, I, you know, I was at the store. And uh, Wonder Bread went for $2.50. And if you want some of the more fancy, you know, whole grain, you know, oatmeal and all that, it was about $5 a loaf at a uh, uh, one of our more inexpensive places to shop, which we'll get into on the next episode. Mm -hmm. 
Um, bacon. I <laughs> saw. It depends on the quality and yeah. and the name brand. But you know, your typical Farmer John's, which seems to be one of the biggest named brands because they sponsor the LA Dodgers. I yeah. mean, you're looking about seven bucks for a for that's a pound. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. about twelve slices or so. Yeah. Yeah, and this uh, store that I was doing research on for the show, I saw. Oh, hey, here's one for uh, like five dollars. And I thought, oh, that's a good deal. Then I looked at the weight, and it was yeah. 12 ounces, not 16. And I yeah. said, oh, that's how they're getting people. Yeah. So in a way, it was more expensive than the Farmer John's because um, it's 25% less yeah. bacon in there. And they're cut thin, typically much thinner <laughs> than the uh, traditional stuff that's, you know, hardier. Yeah. So um, beef actually isn't – I mean, beef is expensive. You're, you're looking at anywhere from – Six to twelve dollars a pound, depending on the the cut. Mm-hmm. Okay. Same goes with fish. You know, ten bucks a pound for for some good salmon. Well, I don't know what other food items can you think of. Well, I mean, vegetables are always fluctuating, but you know, there's seasonal stuff that's uh, you know relatively affordable, and there's an abundance of it. So you know, you shop where you can, and you get the best deals. But um, yeah, it's it's so true. The uh, the variety in prices, like um, I love avocados, mm-hmm. and depending on where you go, you could get avocados that cost as much as three dollars each or fifty cents each. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, sometimes it has very little to do with the quality. Yeah, All, and but generally, the fifty cent av- uh, uh, avocados. <laughs> You need to eat uh, before you leave the store. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't look away because as you look away, they'll brown quickly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I've tried them. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to judge the quality of an avocado. Yeah, it's uh, a very unless subjective. Unless you open it up. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of good food out there. And um, LA is not a difficult place to find good vegetables and there's a lot of good stores that focus on selling quality food that that sat around at a really high high end place and it didn't go very quickly so they sell it to this lesser brand store and then they resell it affordably so yeah it's 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 very doable you just got to be a strategic shopper it's almost like coupon shopping without the coupons you just got to know where to go and Go off yeah, them. yeah. I, I never use coupons, but I know the right stores to shop for certain items. Yeah, you know, you're not going to find everything you want at your best price. You're going to have to yeah. go to different places for for meat, different places for yeah, you know, certain certain items. I mean, it, it goes anywhere from Whole Foods at the the top end, which I top like to echelon. call. Yeah. Whole paycheck. Okay, <laughs> very expensive over there. Yeah, I left a kidney and they never refunded me. <laughs> oh, I, I think it was on sale for $7 a pound. <laughs> yeah, you got to like commit to like a payment plan to shop there. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is pricey. But uh, if you're really into the uh, the best of the best, that's that's one of the better places to yeah. eat some of the healthiest organic foods, supposedly. Okay, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't go there too much. But uh, every once in a while, I'll go there for some specialty cheeses. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, uh, most people are just fascinated to be here in California, and there'll be more than enough things to dazzle you, and you'll want to experiment and taste different foods and try different restaurants because that's part of the appeal of coming here. 
whether you're here for a few weeks, a few months, or potentially a year. Or longer, or yeah. for the rest of your life. Uh-huh. One thing that I've known, uh, people fall in love with the weather. They The weather is usually so favorable, even in, in the worst times that we have. Like today was relatively fresh. It's like in the mid-50s, and uh, it's still much nicer than other parts of the country that are experiencing blizzards and you know cold fronts and rainy weather hurricanes. I mean, we don't even get you know, a breeze bigger than 30 miles an hour. <laughs> You know, the yes. occasional Santa Ana yes. winds. The, the weather's really good. It's 10 days before Christmas. And, um, yeah, I went on a four-mile walk without a jacket. Okay. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was nice. All right. Um, let's see. What do we have here? Um, the price of clothes. Obviously, you got to wear clothes. And, you know, that that's all over the, you know, the, the, the board as well. It depends where you shop, you know. Yeah. You could go to high-end stores in Beverly Hills and you could go to outlet stores and malls, which are kind of pricey. Uh, but um, you could go to your Walmarts and Targets and Ross. Kohl's. Ross. Oh, yeah, Ross. That's a, that's a good one we shall talk yeah. about in the next episode. A lot of good deals at Ross. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've always got the uh, Salvation Army. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Do you want to wear some of my clothes? <laughs> I still have your tennis shoes. <laughs> so, yeah, speaking of shoes, yeah, once again, yeah, you could easily spend one, $200 on a fancy pair of trainers, but uh, you could spend $30 on a pair of shoes. Um, it's it's all over the place when it comes to clothes. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know how many of our... Uh, New listeners that might move over here would need a gardener. But what do you think a gardener costs a month nowadays? Oh, yeah. That's a Do you a have good, a gardener? No. No. I I planned really well with the no, uh, what do you call it? Um, yeah, I stopped watering my grass too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got artificial grass and everything. Never have to cut it again. I, I'm all into nature. Okay. Yeah. I got a, a really nice rock. <laughs> Garden. Garden, Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, gardeners are pricey. They're easily a hundred bucks. Yeah, if, if not that, that's more. what I would think. I would think a hundred bucks, but it's probably yeah. more expensive than that. Definitely, yeah, it's probably one hundred fifty. And they do the bare now. minimum for that much. Yeah, they're not like real landscapers. They're, they're just, yeah, they're just going to maintain and try to keep aesthetics as they found them. Yeah, you know, they're not going to improve anything. But it's something to consider if you guys uh, do rent a house with a, you know, lawn, front yard, backyard. Yeah. Yeah, you know, unless you really enjoy pushing that lawnmower and raking, uh, you'll want a gardener. Yeah. I, I find it to be a worth worthwhile expense. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Let's see. Another thing here that you'll probably really want when you live here is health insurance. And now that should be at the top of the list as far as cost because it is kind of outrageous. There, it's it's really complicated, you know, the different kind of plans. Um, and it's something I really don't know. It, it's a show in itself to understand how the health insurance system works here. But you know, it's something you got to think about. Hey, you you break your leg, you get into a car accident. You know, what are you going to do? Okay. Now, of course, uh, when you go into the emergency room, they're going to take care of you, but uh, that care isn't free, <laughs> okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, they definitely will take care of you, but 
you might be saddled with a huge bill that you might have uh, trouble paying if you don't have health insurance. So something to think about and uh, do some research on, and maybe it's something for an upcoming show. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I, I've heard people paying as low as, you know, through the Obamacare-type plans, what, like $120 a month for health insurance. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's not an HMO plan. I mean, it's basically for, you know, catastrophic issues. I don't know. What are your thoughts on health insurance? I think you're right. Health insurance is important. And uh, you definitely don't want to neglect that plan. And and I don't really know what the best suggestion is, but if you can find some method of, you know, a, an employer from where you live giving you some coverage, then plan for that. Alternative, if you have, if you have, have if you have to buy some insurance, yeah, the Obama plans, uh, health insurance is is the best way to go because um, any number of things can occur and you don't want to be caught off guard. Most people will get some type of coverage through their employer, okay? Even if it's not fully paid by the employer, they might be able to join a group plan where they get reduced rates. So it's just another cost of living that has to be factored into living here in Los Angeles. And um, yeah, maybe when you're young, if you're in your you know, early 20s and 30s, early 30s, eh, you might be okay health-wise, but you still got to think about accidents, mm-hmm. you know, when you do break an arm or, you know, get some bad virus, okay. Or worse, uh, you're walking in the streets of LA and you trip on a sidewalk. And believe it or not, we have a lot of trees that uproot the <laughs> sidewalks here. So yeah, if you're like gazing up at the at the sky, looking at something and you trip and fall yeah that's that's uh, very likely to occur (laughs) yeah yeah or you know you eat a bad taco yeah (laughs) not in my la (laughs) (laughs) jay knows all the great places i think that's a topic for another show yeah best best tacos in, in los angeles here's another one that i don't really know because i'm not a smoker but what do you think a pack of cigarettes costs I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's probably about 10 bucks for a pack of cigarettes. That's that's impressively expensive. Yeah, I, I, I think. I, I mean, like for a pack of Marlboros, they probably got some cheaper brands that you could probably get for seven, but I don't yeah. think you're going to get anything less than that. Another thing to think about is we have a thing here in Los Angeles called sales tax. So when you buy anything at a store, you're going to pay tax on it. And when you buy food at a restaurant you're going to pay tax on it. So you go to McDonald's and you buy, you know, $10 worth of, you know, Happy Meals. It's actually going to cost you 11 So think about that's mm-hmm. uh, 10% more. Yeah. Oh, yeah, here, here's another one. And let's talk about the cost of a gym membership. Of course, you live in Los Angeles, which means you got to look good <laughs> and be healthy. Okay. Yep. And uh, of course, uh, it is free to exercise, um, walk and bike and run and going you know, up and down stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Doing push ups, things mm-hmm. like that. But uh, if you want to join a gym, which there's a lot of benefits to it. Uh, the variety of the equipment, the uh, the the motivation, 
as well as uh, the eye candy. Mm-hmm. Okay, worth going there. So, what do you think a gym membership costs? Yeah, as you can see, I, I go to the gym very often. <laughs> uh, I'm not really sure. He goes but, to Jay's gym. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I know that there are deals constantly being advertised, but you know, if you don't want to go to those popular gyms, there's other gyms that are very, very dedicated. But yeah, it's all over the place. I imagine several hundred. Oh, a year? Yeah. I mean, I, I remember. Oh, I'm, ta- I'm talking about like a month. No, I'm thinking of a month uh, of a month plan too. That really? there are some private gyms, and I, I know like the Spectrum. Club, yeah, like in. You know the West Side. Yeah. There's even small gyms too that are just focus. Oh, yeah, they 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 um, valley park your car. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's how exclusive it is. Yeah, there's a lot of these mom and pop size, you know, businesses that are. They used to be a small little office, and all they have is just one of every little machine, and it's really dedicated and focused. I know that those places are pricey. It's not not inexpensive anymore. All right, so. Um, yeah, let's talk about gym memberships. Gym memberships can be relatively inexpensive. I know of one uh, national chain, Planet Fitness, that it's only $10 a month for a pretty pretty decent gym for the price. But um, you could go to more fancy gyms that have more, uh, more amenities like saunas, jacuzzis, uh, aerobics classes, personal trainers, and those could easily run you $30 to $50 a month. And then they got some of the fanciest gyms uh, on the west side called the Spectrum Club. And mm-hmm. I don't even know how much it costs, but it's easily over $100 a month because uh, they valet park your Rolls Royce as you uh, <laughs> enter. <laughs> and they wipe the sweat off your brow for you, okay? Yeah. So you don't have to do it yourself. I remember I tried um, Orange Theory, and Orange Theory is like $175 a month. Uh, and it was an introductory, like I got a Groupon or something to give it a try. And it was really cool. But after it was done, they were like, yeah, it's $178 a month to, to stay with it. And I'm like, forget about it. Oh, I've never even heard of this gym. Orange Orange Theory is really neat. It's yeah. circuit training and it's really fast paced. You can go in there and within 45 minutes do a really intense workout. And every time you go, it's different. Huh. And uh, it keeps your body like not conditioned to the same motions or the same level of stresses but uh it's a really great gym okay well there's a price point for everybody yeah if uh you got the, the funds and you want to try something fancy like that it's it's available and that's one thing that's great about this city no matter how rich or poor you are there's something for everybody yeah, yeah. or you can try my gym the taco gym <laughs> all it's about your biceps lifting the taco <laughs> to your mouth all right <laughs> You can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Any other uh, costs of living that uh, you could think of? Probably like laundry. Laundry's oh, a, laundry. Laundry is a, a, a big deal. That's a necessity. Yeah. I'm not a subject matter <laughs> expert on the topic, but uh, <laughs> but I know it's, you know, most places you take uh, a reasonable amount of clothes. And I know this because I had to do this at one point. I took most of my work clothes, it cost me close to $30 at a typical local laundromat to wash a week's worth of clothes. Pants, underwear, shirts. So it was three different loads or three different, you know, separate loads. But it was it was pricey. 
Okay. And uh, yeah, it's inconvenient because you got to, you know, drag it all there and hopefully it's not crowded and wait your turn, you know, get coins or, or card, whatever they offer. But uh-huh. yeah, that's an expense you got to. Okay. So if you're... Um, <clears throat> Your, your, your dwelling doesn't have its own washing machine, mm-hmm. then you might want to patronize a coin laundromat, a self-serve laundromat, or uh, a wash and fold as well. Yeah. That can do it for you. Uh, you have to look into that as well. But um, yeah, definitely keeping your clothes clean is a necessity. And uh, it could be really cheap if you've already got a washer and dryer where you live. It's, you know, just a couple yeah. cents for electricity and, and some soap. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if you have to wash at a laundromat, yeah, it could cost you $20, $30 a week to wash your clothes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a way to get out and meet your neighbors and uh, look at their... Uh, <laughs> I really like that you have a lot of black in your in your laundry. Hey, it's where you uh, where you meet people. Okay, that's true. Some uh-huh. some laundry mats are really a really nice place to hang out at. Yeah, yeah. I uh, uh, I told you I, I met my wife at a laundromat. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So uh, it could be a good thing. That's good. All right. Um. I can't think of anything else to to discuss. I know we're going long with this episode, so we probably should wrap it up. But if there's anything in particular that you would like us to answer, go ahead and go to our website at the uh, losangelespodcast.com and drop us a line. We'd be more than happy to uh, check some prices for you and answer your questions regarding what it costs to live here in Los Angeles, okay? Yes, sir. All right. So with that said, I think we're going to wrap up this show and uh, we want to thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week right here on the Los Angeles podcast. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.